We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 93. I'm Rando. And I am Corey. Yes, uh, we're, we're recording the podcast remotely tonight because uh, uh, if, if, you, if you're not in this area, we had kind of a little, little winter event that happened today. And I'm not so scared of the roads, even though I know they're, they're a little tricky right now. But it's just too darn cold. Man, what was yesterday? What it was seventy eight on my car, and it is. Let's see. I think I got the the weather station up or something. It's twenty three point five right now. It's like, are you kidding I, me? <laughs> that is unbelievable. <laughs> Man, Mother Nature was was very nice to us over the weekend and gave us a little more warmth than we were expecting. Well, you know, and and both of us were just you know telling people if you can get out and enjoy this, get out and enjoy it now because it is drastically going to change. Well, um, I drove through my neighborhood yesterday and and even on Saturday, and I I noticed so many people hanging Christmas lights, and that was a perfect day for that. Oh gosh, yes, nice and warm and seventies and good. It'd be good for disc anything outside. Silver Dollar City disc golf. Uh, hanging they were, lights. They were, they were extremely busy out there. I heard uh, they put out some some alerts saying don't come till after six thirty because we're so busy. So uh, <laughs> uh, Mother Nature was was nice to give it to us on the weekend. You know that warmth, and then come Monday the cold weather came, and I, I was wondering it's going to get pretty cool tonight and also tomorrow night. Pretty cold actually. Oh, it's downright cold. We're almost in that. Uh, in the uh, Stormdar drip alert category, uh, you know, cold. I, I thought about that, but I, 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 yeah, I don't know if we're going to be down there long enough. I mean, do you think? Uh, because we're well, going to warm I, right back up. We are, we are, but usually when it's fifteen or below, that's um, a red flag for me. You know, for a lot of the older houses around here, if you're insulated. You know, if you're insulated in a newer house, you're going to be probably fine. Right. One thing, one thing you do need to be sure to do is make sure all your outside water hoses are unhooked from the faucet. That's that's a big absolutely yes. Now I have my hose out there, but it's it's not hooked into the faucet. And, I yeah, so do I. I mean, so. it, it's just laying out there. I mean, if if, if it freezes, it's not going to affect anything. Maybe the hose. Actually, the hose I have out there now, I I really don't like. So I hope there <laughs> there has there been you go. yeah water in it, and it'll kind of freeze up, and then and I won't have to deal with it anymore because I got a brand new hose in my garage, and I I'm waiting till next year to uh, to I take see. it out. Well, and uh, also the National Weather Service issued a, this graphic uh, 
uh, I think it's the National Weather Service, but it's a cool graphic where they're talking about, you know, how, how do pipes freeze? Uh, a lot of these, like you say, the older houses have the crawl space. You know, the uh-huh. wind can just get right underneath that crawl space, and that's going to, uh, you know, if, if you don't have that insulated and locked up, yeah, those that's where those pipes are is right underneath that house. Well, my house does have a pretty large crawl space, and I think what I'll do after this podcast is go outside and make sure all my vents are closed because, you, you know, some of them, you know, I have several vents on the outside of my house. You want to make sure all those are closed because you don't want any cold air getting into those pipes. Oh, exactly. That that's the detriment to to frozen pipes. They're, they they will bust. And uh, I mean, I don't have a crawl space, so I I think I'm okay. But you know, I'm, if it gets down to five ten degrees, you know, I might do a little drip, just you know, just mm-hmm. in case. Eh, you, you can't be too cautious. And I think, uh, right, uh, we're recording this on uh, uh, Monday evening, and I think uh, right before we came on, I saw in the Southwest Missouri group that some places uh, south of us are without power at this point. Yeah, I, I read where, uh, out by Long Creek Bridge on 86 Highway, <coughs> excuse me, that's going to be, it's not Empire or White River. It's actually on the other side of the bridge, and that's serviced by Carroll County Electric. Ah, okay. Carroll, Carroll County is uh, the county in Arkansas where Berryville and Eureka Springs is. Oh, okay. So that they're serviced by that area. So I don't have information as readily available to me as I would if it were Empire or or, you know, or White, White River, River. Or, yeah, or around even, here or even Springfield. It may be available online. What's going on? I'm, I'm not sure, but yeah, I mean, this is definitely not the time for for power to be going out. I mean, when you're no. like I said, we're already in the 20s, and it's going to keep going down another 10 degrees. I mean, there, uh, our, our little uh, wind vane. I, uh, I, you know, the, what we have, we have like the little app for for the storm our weather weather station, and it's uh, it's it's moving. Uh, yeah. Right now it says north northwest, but today's peak wind so far twenty eight point six mile per hour, and it's blown at twelve wow. right now. Um, the the big thing to to notice, and we don't talk about this much. I mean, I, the, it's pretty much for weather weenies like <clears throat> you know look, like like we are. But when you get this cold air, it's usually associated with a high pressure system, and high pressure uh, is denser. And right now, the barometric pressure at Stormdor headquarters is thirty point fifty three, which is actually pretty, pretty high. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we we would even say thirty thirty would be on the border of high, and twenty nine point eighty would be on the borderline of kind of low. But yeah, this this is a huge, huge Arctic high pressure system moving in. Well, whenever you hear high pressure in the winter or late fall, it usually means downright cold conditions. And uh, yeah, and a lot of times that's, clear. That's what. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. that and 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 is it clear tonight? Did the clouds move out? Uh, they are in the process of moving out. Let me let me look at uh, our website, thestormdarweather.com, <laughs> because uh, it's got a, a nice little satellite on there. I'm going to look at it. Uh, I have high-speed internet, of course, so it's uh, 
Uh, well, yeah. I mean, Corey, it is. They're thinning out right now. It looks like... Huh. And that'll just worsen the cold. Oh, I know, because any any residual heat that got trapped is, bam, it's just going to go up into right. the atmosphere. Dear Lord. Well, hey, we are recording this on Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day to you. Happy Veterans um, Day. Yeah. Uh, my son my son was uh, marching in the Veterans Day parade today, downtown Branson. Oh, we, nice. We filmed, that, we filmed that last year, but this year, last year it was on a, on a weekend. It was easier for me to get out there. Uh, plus, it was just so cold, and, and everything was happening during that Veterans Day parade. They were issuing winter weather advisories and this, that, that, and I had to man the site. You were, you were I in was a rehearsal In today. rehearsal and a show. Boy, this Christmas season is, is tearing me up. <laughs> but, but yeah, but, uh, I mean, we even had somebody ask if we were, if, if we were going to record. It's like, no, not this year, but that well, makes see, sense. See, that just makes me feel better that people actually knew that we are actually there last year. I'm getting likes on it. Tonight from last year's live broadcast. Oh no you way! See that? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it makes me rethink doing it next year. I may actually do it since people brought it up this year and remember that we did it last year. So that's right. It, it's it's good positive feedback. Yeah, and well, and like you said, I mean, everything was just the whole weather pattern was like, okay, winter is making a grand entrance coming in. And uh, we we were kind of you know monitoring that thing. the 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 first initial th- glimpse of that uh, was the actual front, which kind of went through Springfield around noon. The wind shifted around to north, but the bulk of the cold air was way behind it. And so we had, uh, it, I mean, it was kind of a perfect setup. I mean, the the precipitation was coming in, riding along a boundary. The cold air was coming. And, you know, we've said time and time and time again, you've got to have these both meet up in order to make precipitation. Now, we did the live cast on f- Friday. Yeah, we did it on mm-hmm. Friday. And, the, the you know, the GFS was like, yeah, something was going, you know, going to happen. And even Sunday, the even all of the short term, that's why I did that little interim live cast they were saying yeah but it's not going to be a huge deal just kind of kind of something and i recorded uh, you know did the live cast about seven o'clock and then right before i went to bed i looked at the 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 her hrr high-res rapid refresh model and it all of a sudden said yeah i think it's going to do a lot more than that so it's like oh crap now you know everything we (laughs) all the models have been saying you know, it's not going to be much. And then the her was like, yeah, we're going to do something. So I made that post. And then this morning, uh, all the other models started latching onto it. And then it was just, it, we knew it was going to get crazy. We never got two inches of snow here in Branson. No. No. And if we did, the ground was too warm and it would melt off anyway. That's the big deal. That, that, that you know, the, the, the ground. But I, did, I think the National Weather Service was a little surprised that the road temperatures were cooling a little quicker. Well, so was I. You know, we were getting initial reports just as it was starting of, I think, seven or eight different wrecks on I 44, right uh, around the 17 uh, mile marker near Joplin Carthage exit right over there. Oh, right. Yeah. Slide offs and, and, and semi accidents. And I go, why this is really, ha-. and then I bring up the, uh, the MoDOT cam for that area and it was covered in ice. So, oh man. Of course that's an elevated surface and I'm pretty True. sure that the, uh, wrecks were happening on bridges and overpasses, of course, but it did cool off. That ground did cool off quick. 
and it surprised me because it was 78 degrees yesterday. I know. I, I know. I thought, well, there's no way any of this is going to stick. And, you know, I guess when you have that power, I mean, well, when the temperature dropped, it wasn't flirting with 32. It was it was powerhousing no. down through 32, right. 30, 28, 25. So, yeah. So, yeah. And and we even said on the live cast, you know, it, it's the, the temperature's got to get down to like the low to mid 20s to for really we're going to start seeing something on, on the bridges and by golly, it happened. And it, it came in from the Northwest. Uh, yeah. So Springfield, I think got it, but Springfield, it finished snowing up there. Uh, I think about four or five o'clock, which is kind of what the national weather service said. And I was thinking it would be out of here by six. And that's exactly about the time that it stopped. Yeah. A fast mover. This was a fast mover and we knew it was going to be a fast mover. So the trick is, was it going to be heavy enough to dump on us before it got out of here? Cause it, it, it's the, it's the intensity is what was all crazy because last night the intensity wasn't going to be that much. And so they kept saying zero accumulation, maybe this little bit. And then they kept going, kept going. Then it really surprised me. You sent me a, a graphic that when the National Weather Service issued that graphic, one to two inches, I thought, mm, I'm not sold on that. Uh, you well, know. because it was extreme compared to what they were saying earlier. Oh, yeah. 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 So you have to think for yourself, is that going to happen? They evidently, evidently it was a possibility or they wouldn't have told of, of, of sent that out i mean it, it yeah it was possible for that to happen well and it was confined to south central missouri so i guess i guess they were thinking you know once this you know precipitation got down there it was going to get some lift and actually you right. know produce more and uh speaking of producing more i you you and me both looked down at uh what is it? Uh, Harris South is Harrison had some lightning strikes out of this. It thing. was between Branson and Harrison. I saw oh, two really? strikes. Oh, there man. was uh, some over by Fayetteville. So yeah, and That's then crazy. even after it changed over, or according to radar prediction, it had changed over to a mix. It still had a a strike of lightning down there. Okay, so, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I was really surprised because I didn't see anything from the Storm Prediction Center. Because generally they'll, I mean, they they generally well, hit they did for they did paint the area in uh, general thunderstorms from the uh, Arkansas border down. Okay, with that with the with one of the updates today. Okay, well now that makes sense. Yeah, just a general yeah. general thunder, and right. But of course we had so much colder advection coming down from the northwest. None of it was here, and it's still okay. I I keep going back and forth to our. Uh, I think, uh, or where's it at? Our weather station, because it updates every few. Twenty three point four. It's just, it's, it's just going to keep going down and down. Well, the projected, the projected low uh, is uh, what thirteen? I think now, Thir- yeah, thirteen for Branson, wow. which is colder than, uh, man. And the high tomorrow thirty two, maybe. Uh, the good thing is, is tomorrow that those winds are going to calm down. Uh, well, actually, I, I hope so. Yeah, they're going to come down overnight, and then uh, I think the last. Uh, oh, I wrote it on on our uh, on our Facebook page. I just made a post right before we. Oh, I can't find anything. That's one. There it is. Uh, they said, "Yeah, the the north breeze uh, will become calm in the afternoon." So that that you know, I don't think I'm going to go out and suntan tomorrow afternoon. Right now, the wind chill is 14. Wow. 
Yeah. No. Well, you may want to go outside. I'm not going outside. I'm staying oh, that's, inside. That's why I. That's why I stayed home tonight. <laughs> yeah. I. It, you know. This is fine. We can do this this way. Except if we my have son, a guest. My son had a wreck. He was on his way to Drury University. Oh, where, you're telling me. Where he, he takes his class, his night classes at Drury, <laughs> in the police academy, and he got gas. There's a, uh, I think it's a Conoco station right there at the uh, exit to 160 right there north of Branson by the big cross. Yeah. He got gas there, and it wasn't two miles north of there. He spun out and did a 360 right on 65 and oh. ended up in the median. I think he was able to get out of that and spun out again, ended up in the median again, and got stuck. Oh, no. So he was sitting there for 45 minutes, and a wrecker came by and and got him unstuck, or somebody did. Wow, poor so kid. That, that's a good thing. So he didn't go to class tonight. I yeah. warned him. I said, maybe they should have canceled tonight. Maybe you shouldn't be driving that far. I mean, because he leaves early. It was still 4 o'clock when he, le- when he usually leaves. Oh, yeah. And it was, still, it was just beginning to snow pretty good here in Branson at 4 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Well, he should have checked with Stormdar Weather. Well, Stormdar Weather told him, but he doesn't listen. <laughs> yeah, Stormdar Weather definitely told him, do not go to your class today. <laughs> Stormdar Weather tells him a lot of things. And yeah, he but he, listen. he's a kid. You know, they they got to figure. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, I mean, I'm not. He's not a kid. I can't. That's why you know he has to do it. That that's true. Oh, he's twenty one soon. Isn't he? He'll he'll be twenty one. So yeah. oh yeah. What am I? What am I to do? Yeah, just you know, let him figure it out. That's that's the best thing. Well, you know what happened? Uh, uh, something very, very fascinating happened on 1111 Uh wow, that's, that's, that's a weird date. Yeah, 11-11. And it, the most bizarre thing happened. Uh, actually, Springfield, Missouri got into a Wikipedia listing for holding a, a record. And uh, we've had some, I've seen on TV, some people are talking about this, the Great Blue Norther. It was a, a highly intense uh, system that went through uh, the Northern Plains. It spawned a big tornado outbreak. It, uh, it, it there's, a, you know, Great Blue Norther. I mean, if you're fascinated with that, go ahead and Wikipedia that, Google that or whatever. It's very fascinating. But I wanted to read some of uh, some interesting tidbits about this. Uh, okay. This, this is how Springfield got in, got in there. Um, so here's what it reads. In Springfield, the temperature difference uh, was extreme. Springfield was at 80 degrees at about 3.45 p.m. Now, this is 11, 11, 11. Before the cold front moved through, 80 degrees before that cold front moved through, 15 minutes later, the temperature was 40 it dropped 40 degrees in 15 minutes. And I can't imagine. I uh, Man, I would be standing right out there experiencing the whole thing. Me too. And they say the wind's blowing, uh, blasting out of the northwest at at least 40 miles an hour, just screaming in. And they said by 7 p.m. that night, the temperature had dropped to 20 degrees. And by midnight, a record low of 13 degrees was established. Now, these are records. Springfield mm-hmm. set a record high of 80 degrees and a record low of 13 degrees all in the same day. Wow. Cool, huh? <laughs> 67 degrees uh, drop in 10 
hours. And uh, wow, yeah, yeah, and that thing. I mean, it also affected uh, around the region. I got Kansas City. Um, they they didn't quite you know tie us, but they had a high of seventy six in the late morning. Then the front blew blew, bleh, blew through. And by midnight, Kansas City was 11, which made a 65-degree drop in 14 hours. And it even in Oklahoma, Oklahoma City reached a high of 83, and eventually the low of 17, which is a 66-degree temperature drop. I think I would completely freak out if we had a 65-degree temp drop in one day. I can't even imagine what that would be like. You, you talk master blaster. Oh, That's man. A- Level That's a 10. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Although we got rid of the levels now. I mean, I, yeah. I don't think this was... I, I wouldn't... See, I wouldn't call this a master... Bl- uh, th- what happened today a master blaster because there wasn't any thunderstorms with it. It was just we knew that there were going to be, you know, a lot of cold air behind this. And now 78 was my car reading yesterday or, or was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. So I don't know what the actual... I think Springfield got to 70... Excuse me, 75 degrees, I think, yesterday. Um, so that's not in one day, of course, that we're in, in the 20s now. We got at the Stormdar Weather Observation Center, our high yesterday was 75.6. 75.6, there you go. And then the the, the low, well, the low is like so far uh, right now. I'm going to. And that's the warmest it's been since we've had it, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Now, it shows up on the site, on our website, stormdrawweather.com. The rainfall shows up correctly, but on the actual app, it does not. Does that make sense? Like, I'm, I'm looking at our app, and it says the total is 0.02 inches. And it's like, no, no, no. Our total is uh, point, no, 8.01 inches. I don't know. This is something to look at later. But, yeah. On the app. On the, yeah, on the app uh, thing. Hmm. Or the dashboard. I'm actually on on the laptop when I'm looking at that, but um, maybe I just need to reload. I don't know. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I hope everybody's bundled up. The good thing is we're we're not going to be in the deep freeze very long, but we're going to go into the 50s. We're kind of supposed to be in the 50s now, 50s, 30s. Uh, yeah, just you know, I'm going to look that up too because I think our normal high is probably in the 50s. We're going to get there by Thursday. So tomorrow's high, projected high is 32. Wednesday's high, big warm-up, 45. (laughs) And then Thursday, we're going to get back in the 50s. And we're going to be in a prolonged period of uh, dry and sunny weather. So It's still pretty cold at night. Yeah. Now, aren't we getting... We're getting down into the teens and, and stuff there, right? Uh, well, after we get out of the tomorrow or tomorrow night, we're going to be lows in the 20s-ish, somewhere 25. Yeah, that's not right. Uh, okay, I'm looking under the daily <coughs> normals. Okay, precipitate. So, okay, the daily high for November 11th is 60. Now, that's for Springfield. Uh, we we don't... That's the average daily high? Right, that's the, the normal high. Uh, on 11-11 okay. is 60, and the normal low is 38. So we're we're going to be underneath that, but not by too much. I mean, we definitely are now. And precipitate, yeah, precipitation. Yeah, the, when it when it says average daily precipitation, that's kind of misleading to me because it's like they divide it, 
like we're supposed to have 15 hundredths of an inch of precipitation pretty much every day of November. <laughs> you know, I need to make it work. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't look at that very much. Well, do you think there's anything going on in the tropics? Uh, probably not too much. Well, not a lot. I mean, the Atlantic, I think the Atlantic has just given up the ghost. We got, what, two and a half weeks of this uh, yeah. season. Uh, and this this is what I think is funny. In the eastern Pacific, there's a disturbance several, several hundred miles south of the tip of Baja, which was pretty much exactly in the same spot it was last week when we recorded. Wow. Uh, like, but at this time, they have a five-day probability of becoming something of 30%. It's still, I'd like to go down there right now. It's nice and warm. Oh and- man, we're gonna we're gonna have to start uh, having these uh, storm dark weather cruises and go. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I'll stay here and man all the weather while you guys doing the cruise. <laughs> <laughs> then, of course, in the Central Pacific, we've got nothing. But uh, yeah, I and I, you know, we 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 were doing all the live casts and looking at all the models, and then. And then saying nothing was going to happen, and then all of a sudden this happened, and now it's away and stuff. And it's just really difficult to um, predict winter weather, and that happens to be the weather school this week. Why winter weather is hard or difficult to predict. And I I wanted to definitely throw that weather school in here because it is really hard and difficult, and this weather school explains exactly why. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Stormed Our Weather School. The National Weather Service predicted snow last week, but nothing happened. Why is winter weather so hard to predict? Winter weather proves to be quite a challenge for us forecasters. Models do a decent job in the spring, summer, and fall, but they get stumped with winter weather forecasting. Why? It's because there are other factors to take into consideration. Temperature plays an important factor in winter. The freezing line is a place in the atmosphere where temperatures reach the freezing point, or 32 degrees. In the summer, it's located tens of thousands of feet in the sky. In the fall, the freezing line lowers, and in the winter, it's quite low. Generally, systems producing rain move into the colder areas, and the precip mixes with or changes over to snow. Simple, right? Well, you'd think this would be a no-brainer when it comes to forecasting, but quite the contrary. The caveat is that the freezing line is never constant, and slices of the layers of the lower atmosphere may have different thermal profiles. Warm air punching in a couple of thousand feet off the surface makes a huge difference in precipitation type. Snow generated at 5,000 feet falling into a warmer layer just above the surface may be just enough to melt that snowflake and turn it into a raindrop. Sometimes this is a tricky scenario, and this is one reason the forecast changes quite a bit in winter. 
Another factor besides the temperature upstairs is the surface temperature. Using the previous example, a snowflake at 5,000 feet falls into a warm layer and melts. But if the surface temperature is back below freezing, then the liquid raindrops will freeze on impact, creating a glaze of ice. If the warm layer is higher up, then the snowflake may melt and then try to refreeze as it falls into the colder air closer to the surface. In this scenario, the precipitation will fall as sleet. The snowflake turns into a raindrop, then the raindrop back into an ice pellet. On the other side of the coin, if the warm layer is at the surface, then snow generated upstairs may not have time to melt at all before reaching the ground. That's why it may be 35 or even 40 degrees at the surface, but we'll see snow. In rare cases, a dynamic system may provide enough instability that thunderstorms can develop. In winter, a lot of these storms can be hail producers. The reason is that the freezing line is very low, and any lift will propel the raindrops upward past the freezing line and create hail. Usually, the hail is small and non-destructive. However, in a very cold atmosphere, dynamic systems can create enough instability to make thunder snow. In this situation, a downpour of snow can accumulate quickly. It would be much easier to forecast wintry precipitation if the thermal profiles were more constant. Forecast models often change their solutions several times in winter as they try to take into account warm punches and fast-moving weather patterns. They're generally pretty accurate about 24 hours out from the event. Everything discussed so far happens when the surface temperatures are right around 32 degrees. Obviously, if surface temperatures were in the teens, then precipitation would be in the form of snow. A common myth is, quote, it's too cold to snow. Well, that has a small amount of validity for this reason. Colder air tends to be associated with high-pressure systems. Those high-pressure systems usually provide tranquil weather with colder temperatures since they come down from the Arctic. So in this case, a clear winter night can get mighty cold with little chance of it snowing. However, high pressure providing very cold temperatures can be penetrated by a strong low pressure system and shove moisture into the cold environment, and it could snow. It's hard to believe forecast model output five days in advance in winter. The weather patterns are fast-moving and can change in a matter of hours. So, when you hear someone forecasting a major snow event 10 days out, then don't believe them. The bus potential is way too great. But, if models start predicting a winter storm only 3 days out, then we raise our eyebrows and keep an eye on it. If the storm is big enough and confidence is high enough, then the National Weather Service will issue winter storm watches. It's then time to prepare for heavy snow, treacherous driving conditions, and possibly ice. 
If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you may know exactly now why. Winter weather is so difficult to predict. And obviously, me looking at my little dashboard on uh, the weather station is a little hard to predict because uh, you added a feature. You added something to our dashboard. Well, I added a new weather station. Well, actually, our buddy Brad Case purchased his own weather station for his home. Yes. It's the exact same model as the Stormdar weather station, which is good because it's good to have the exact same one. So you can, it, you're not getting different readings. It's good to have the same model, in my opinion. Oh, I agree. Totally. Yeah. But, I, uh, and uh, Rando and I have access on our debt. We have a dashboard that, that, that we can see live conditions from our weather station and also from Brad's. And we're going to call that. We're going to call Brad's downtown Branson because he lives real close to downtown. Yeah, and I didn't even look at that. And that's why I was telling you earlier, it's like, well, it only says .02, right? Well, that's because yeah, Brad just erected the his station and he's only got .02. <laughs> right. I think our total is up to over eight inches since we erected yeah. ours on October 17th. Yeah, so during the weather school, Corey walked me through. It's like, okay, you have to click that, you know, because I had no idea. I don't see it much. Uh, but, but, but from the dashboard, which we see, yeah. we are, we we upload it to our website. So Yeah, so else anybody can see, can see. yeah. And, and, and that little arrow at the top, it says, choose, what is it, choose location? Is that what it is? That, no, I, it's, it's changed. It oh. says click here. To access the Stormdar Weather Network. Ooh. We're, we're a network now. Ooh, I like it. I like it. I'm clapping. So now you can hit choose location and it's Stormdar Branson. That's the default you're going to get when you first go to the website. Yeah, yeah. So and it, it, right now today it's been uploading every three to five minutes. It's been quicker today for some reason. Oh, I don't really? Know. Huh. How so weird. I, but uh, then I have downtown Branson. Which is Brad. And, and that's Brad. Mm-hmm. And then I also have uh, Kimberling City, Joplin, Springfield, Fayetteville. So I'm adding locations all the time. I'm real close to adding Miami. I'm, I'm like within a day of adding Miami, Oklahoma. Oh man, see that so, is so great. Yeah, we're we're really doing our network. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. This That's, is this is what we wanted. A, and 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 it's different. And I I stressed <laughs> on the Facebook page today. I kind of showed it. I, I posted about we have two observation stations in the city of Branson mm-hmm. to compare. We can compare rainfall rates. See, I have live rainfall rates on the on the yeah. website. Yes. So, uh, but and also, I mean, that rainfall rate on the website. I don't know if you have it up right now or not. Uh, but, uh, wait, I'm looking on on, on the main page. It says live stats from Stormdar headquarters. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. So uh, you know we have eight eight point zero one inches total. Yes. And for the month we have well, scroll that. That's not just rainfall. Oh. So does it do snowfall too? How does it know? No. No. Scroll. If you scroll that rain gauge on our web page, 
Yeah. It shows our entire dashboard. Oh, that's cool. So everybody can see the dashboard. It shows the outdoor temperature, 22.8. The wind is basically northeast at 0.7. Pressure. Wow. They can look at the monthly high, the monthly low, today's high. So this is awesome. Now anybody can see this dashboard. Right. Awesome, but it's defaulted to the to the rain totals. Wow, 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 wow. See, yeah, you're I always to have doing rain something. On there. I wanted to have rain on there easily to where it was going to be there next to the Doppler because I already have the temperature on there and everything else. But but I, I really like having that that live rain because you don't even have to hit refresh on our web page for that rain gauge to to change. Oh, you okay. can watch it rain. And watch that rain gauge go up on the website without even hitting refresh. Oh, how cool! Isn't that cool? Yes, and it's it, and it's public data. Anybody can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you need to do another uh, blog and yeah. post that on Facebook because we have so many people now. Uh, but you go to down, you hit choose location, you hit downtown Branson, and that gives you a whole different set of stats. So that's downtown Branson's rainfall. Now you're not in ours. You're I wonder how far Brad lives from from Stormdar headquarters. You know, I Probably don't a- know. I think he I think he said he might live somewhere around Steak and Shake, but I'm not exactly sure. So, right. So that's I was wondering how like that's two miles. I guess that's like another half line a mile. Of sight. You think it's about yeah. Probably well, about his, two miles. His, and I would like to get some more set up around town too. Eventually, I'd like to have a whole bunch of. <clears throat> Of uh, observation station, not only for Branson, but for the entire area. Well, anybody listening and to this, Christmas is coming, so we need presents. Yeah. <laughs> eventually, that's what we're going to do. And and I talked about it on the wet, on the Facebook page today, how why we did this was because on days like today, that temperature was dropping, dropping, dropping. And I knew when it was going to change over from rain to to a mix to snow because I can see it right on our web page, the temperature dropping because it's live. You don't have to wait on what we had before, which is the national weather services uh, station at the airport. Once an hour. Yeah. If you're lucky, you know? Yeah. So now we have multiple sources that update every five minutes on our website for Branson. Love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. So I wonder if any of our listeners would like to, you know, get a weather station. <laughs> Just like yeah. if you're interested, send us a message. We'll tell you. I mean, if you uh, – I, I think you did a – did you do a blog on that? You did a blog on that, didn't you? I don't remember. I, don't I know we did, I did a live cast. I know we did that. Yeah. But I, I should know. do a blog. I should do a blog. And, 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 and if you need help installing it, I mean, I can probably help that with the technical stuff, and I can tell you what we did to install it. It's not hard to install outside. No, not but at I all. Help, I help Brad along just on text messaging about how to configure it and what he needed to do, and then I can take it over from there and add it to the Stormbar Weather Network. Yeah, yeah. Once, it, once y'all get it set up, then we can just take that data feed and then just punch it right into... Mm-hmm. And, and then everybody can see where that's it. I like the Springfield. Uh, did you say you had one for Joplin? I didn't check. I have Springfield, Joplin, Kimberling City, okay. Fayetteville. See, the Joplin and Springfield, it, it would be just invaluable at this point with that cold air. Seeing, okay, because Joplin, remember, remember all those wrecks started happening? 
Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so what is that temperature? We can go, bam, right that to the almost minute right. and see what the temperature is in, in Joplin, the surface temperature. So that's, that's really, really, really fun. <clears throat> so we need, yeah, we need to keep, we need to keep doing that. Now the manufacturer of these, of these, uh, weather stations also has manufactured in the past. I don't know if they still do, but I'm thinking they might weather cams as well. And these cameras are made to be outside in the weather and they're automatically always recording and you can do a time lapse. You don't have to start and stop one map, you know, uh, Oh really? It does it on its own and you just go to your computer and say, oh, I want to time lapse this hour, and, and it will do it for you because it'll really have all that data in, in you know, on okay. the server. Well, you know how so I am with time we lapses. Need to, that's something we need to look into for the future. Yeah, maybe after Christmas, if people can support us, uh, Christmas. Uh, I don't know. Then that maybe that you know, especially in the spring when the when the weather is starting to get a little warmer, we mm-hmm. start to get those those you know powerful cold fronts and weather systems coming through. Mm. Oh, wow. Well, we see we have all this stuff in our bucket list, and we're making part of it come true right now. We're just getting all these oh, yeah. little little weather it, stations. It's slow. I mean, it takes time to get everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, but from where we started, you know, this is we're great, doing great. Yeah. You know, that's something I mean, we have many, to do. When, uh, sto- how, many, how many likes do we have now? Uh, 21,840-something. We're almost— Yeah. I mean, we gained a lot of likes today, and you, we mm-hmm. added a ton of people to the road conditions group. That's what we love. There's, and people seem to enjoy that, yeah, having that resource. You can ask questions. I mean, there's been a lot of questions asked there because there's so many people in the group now. They'll say, you know, what 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 is the example? You know, how is it from uh, Forsyth to Hollister? What's the roads in 76? And there will be several comments. Yeah, and it, it's perfect. That's what we and it's it's part of our mission to keep everybody safe because, you know, if it's just icy and stuff, we do not want you going there or going out. No. Grant, uh, mm. <laughs> well, he learned his lesson, and you said he uh, came back uh, home, right? He's here. Okay, good. Well, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, you know what? I think it's time to get to the next segment. It's the weather word of the week. And this week, Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week is Clipper. Yes, it is Clipper. A, clip, a Clipper. See, now that's a that's one that's that you hear of often in yes. the winter. It's not a word that nobody can pronounce. Right. But, uh, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 not everybody knows what it is exactly. Mm-hmm. You hear about it on the news or on the Weather Channel. The Clipper is a small, fast-moving storm system that forms in the in, in southern Canada or the Upper Midwest and travels toward the East Coast. Clippers are generally a nuisance and only bring a few inches of snow at most. But some clippers can overachieve and make excellent use of moisture available to them, leading to the snowfall that can far exceed what was forecasted when the storm began. Yeah. And and that's what, you, you know, people aren't prepared for sometimes. Yeah, and I think some people might have heard, uh, surely have heard the, 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 the phrase Alberta Clipper. I mean, that yes. was used a lot. And Alberta is that southern Canada region. Mm-hmm. It's just a little intense 
fast-moving, low-pressure system. And yeah, some of those clippers, man, they can move over and dump snow. And But generally, they don't. But, you know, go over those warm Great Lakes, man, that yep. thing can pick up. So, yeah, Alberta clipper, clipper system, uh, it's not the same as a extra tropical uh, system like Sandy. Sandy was kind of a hurricane that turned into an extra tropical system. This is mm-hmm. something that's developing over land in Canada right. or the northern, you know, North Dakota or whatever, and then sliding on east. Well, how about that? I think I think we did really, really well today. Yeah. Uh, remote. I mean, uh, I think this was the, the smart thing because none of us want to get out tonight. It's 20 degrees. The wind's blowing at 6,000 miles an hour. The wind chills <laughs> minus 20 Kelvin, you know, <laughs> we don't, don't want to be out there. So it's a good, good time to stay home and drink hot chocolate and roast marshmallows. I got a fire going in the fireplace. I have my heat turned down low for the rest of the house. So all my kids actually come out of the rooms and talk to their family oh, yeah. and uh, huddle around the fire to keep warm. Yeah. What a concept, huh? Yeah. <laughs> they actually come out and have sure. family time. Rarely happens. And not wake up mom, because mom has been working 60 hours here. Yeah. Damn. She may be awake now. I can't tell. Well, yeah, but then she has to probably go back to work. and. Oh, she's you know. off. Oh, wow. She's... Well, we had some, some questions uh, about roads, uh, you know, if we think roads will be in good condition tomorrow. Um I don't see any reason why they would not be in good condition tomorrow. I mean, cr- any slick spots, the, the crews are out. There wasn't that much rain and snow. There, there wasn't that much, but they were consider, or, or a little concerned about after dark and uh, the flash freezing of, of the moisture that was on the, any roads. That was course, my concern, yeah. there. I mean, there's a tons of rural roads and back roads around here that the school buses will have to travel on in the morning. But I, I am not anticipating any anything, you know, too bad. Yeah, you know, and schools did start letting out, which I understand why, and especially since the National Weather Service got all got all excited. You know, and it's like, okay, now we actually are going to, models are saying there's something going to happen. So, yeah. I mean, Branson, it didn't really, I don't think it really started here until after normal we got school hours. Sleet. We got a little sleet. Okay. And the sleet, see, I live real close to the uh, Branson Board of Education building. Ah, okay. Real close. So, it wasn't five minutes after the sleet began at my house that they called this a school early so uh, i think maybe they were waiting on some precip to fall or some some sort of uh sign sign yeah to, yeah yeah and we want to stress to people i mean sometimes we do post school closings but but don't rely on us for area school closings um we, we can tell you the weather that will prompt the school, you know, may prompt the school closings. But, um, you know, there's plenty of sources out there, the television, the uh, radio, uh, the Internet. I mean, wow, I think uh, don't all the parents now have these, you know, text messages if they're going to close. I mean, everybody gets a notification or yes, something like that. Do. Yeah. So. So, yeah. So we, you know, if we find some uh, if we get some. You know, people say, "Okay, we know Branson's going to close. We can verify that." Yeah, we, you know, we'll put that in there. But, but, uh, but, you know, don't completely rely on us for that. 
So I did post a few today, and the reason for that being is I was getting the text messages, and I was checking with Facebook pages of the school districts around us, and they were all canceling early, yet none of them were listed on any of the Springfield TV station websites. Oh, really? Okay. And it was 30, 45 minutes later. I thought, well, I better post something because – you know, they're not. It's not going. I don't know if their system was down or if it wasn't working. Well, that's smart. Because they use all the same system. It's like a database of school closings. All the Springfield media <clears throat> taps into that. Okay. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a one single database. So you only call into that one number and it disperses the, the closing to all the media. Gotcha. It wasn't going – something was off because we weren't getting the school closings for around here. Maybe they were coming in too fast for them up there. I don't know. But well, there, I there were a lot. I decided to go ahead and post some of them on Stormdar because – no, I think that I think that's fantastic. And then and then in the comments, everybody started posting, you know, their area, which go which which was fantastic. And right. yeah, and especially if the TV stations or like you said, the the multimedia stations aren't covering it, uh, it might be nice to know that you know the bus is going to take your kid home here here in a in a little mm-hmm. bit, or maybe you need to go get your kid. <laughs> that would, you know, your kid's going to call you, mom, dad, I'm stuck here at school. You can come get me. Right. Oh gosh. Well, I think I'm going to stay bundled up tonight. What what's your plan? Yeah, me too. That's that's my plan. I'm I've got my comfy pants on. I'm going to go mm. sit by the fire and see what's on TV and Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do the daily video and then I'm going to go upstairs and probably go to bed early cuz I've got three shows tomorrow. Tuesdays is oh, Tuesdays. Yeah, our Christmas show is going well. I mean, we've been sold out a couple of times. Uh, Hughes oh, Brothers Christmas people love this Christmas show. Yeah. So if you're in Branson and don't you know don't have anything to do, uh, hit up the Hughes Brothers Christmas show. There's tons of good shows around here, but I work mm-hmm. at the Hughes Brothers, so that's why I'm kind of pushing them. So <laughs> anyway, well, Corey, you got anything else to add to this? I think we hit it all. I think we did too. So everybody needs to stay safe and especially if you're out driving around we think that the road conditions are going to really improve so just bundle up and let's ride out this winter storm okay let's wrap this thing up then be sure to look for us on facebook at stormdar weather like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. you can always contact us through our facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.